Welcome to the Roman Arena Podcast, created by the students of Roman Catholic High School in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Here, we discuss various issues and events, plus interview those of influence. It's all from the perspective of the Roman students. Now, sit back and enjoy the Roman Arena Podcast. to another episode of the Roman Arena Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Sondland. I'm your other host, Nick McGatts. Today is January 26, 2023. Last Friday, Roman Catholic had their senior night for basketball against Lansdale Catholic with an outstanding game from our seniors in JV for the final score of 86-23. 86-32, yeah. Me and Nick were on the stage with our KL8 student section doing a, a live play-by-play, and today we would love to sh- preview and show some of the clips that we recorded. and Because we want all of you guys to experience at least some of the experience that we had. Yes, we would love, for as crazy as all the games were, we would love for the... This game was very special being in our 1890 gym. Very historical game. It definitely was very historical. We came in with a record of an overall 14-1, and one, and we knew at the time, not to brag, but you know, Roman Catholic's pretty good at basketball, and we knew at the time coming in that Lansdale wasn't the best overall, but they were still going to put up a fight, and it... We knew we were going to come out 15-1. and one. Yeah, we knew we were going to come out 15-1, and one, and that is what we stand at today. Actually, unfortunately, no. We stand out 16-1 and one because... We beat West Catholic we just on beat Sunday. West Catholic 60-55. This game on Friday gave us that momentum going into the... Gave us that... Definitely. Um, gave us that burst of energy going into the West Catholic game. An inspiration to, to go into West Catholic in their gym and yeah. um, take the game from them. And then um, tonight... Uh, is freshman in varsity versus Devon Prep, and then next week the PCL game of the year uh, to us Kaleites. It's uh, Roman versus Newman Grady. February third at seven p.m. at Newman Grady's gym. If you were able to get a ticket, you'll be experiencing a very good game. Sold out in thirty minutes yesterday. Yeah, it was really we hard were, for we us. We were to fortunate to get them. Yeah, very. We were very fortunate to be able to buy tickets. And um, if you were able to buy tickets, uh, I would. It would it'll, when you come, it'll be a very good game. Um, so when we were doing uh, the live broadcast in the first quarter, we seen one of the greatest three of them actually. You like three, th- excuse me, three of the greatest high school basketball like like, like for live experiences. One of three of the greatest like some highlights I've ever seen, and I think all coming from. Number five, Ant Finkley. All coming. Ant Finkley came into the game looking like a beast right from the tip with three insane dunks and three head tappers. This one, ladies and gentlemen, was this one was 
by far the best. This one was caught on video. This one should have been on Sports Center the next day. Yeah, we, we we sent it to we tried to get it out to Bleacher Report and Sports Center, but sent it to five different accounts. Yes, uh, but ESPN, but no Never, one no one responded. No one responded. <laughs> but if you have the chance to look it up for this video, I would recommend it. Uh, here is the live clip of the dunk. Around the line for his second shot of his free throws. And he hits both of them. Good stuff, Savior. Good stuff. They call him Professor X on the court. Lands the inbound. He gets it to 21. 21 guarded by Jeremiah. And Fickle goes to the seal. He gets it. Oh my goodness gracious. My Anthony goodness. Fickley. Anthony Fickley with an ecstatic slam on number 23. You should have seen that one. That will be on your highlight reel tomorrow morning. Oh, wow. That deserves to be on Sports Center top 10. Oh my God! Oh, oh my, my God! With an ecstatic block on the other end by Eric Oliver Bush, number four. And that was, to us, Anthony Finkley's top highlight of the game. Uh, he ended up scoring around, uh, around 20 18 to 20 he, he points. Is 17, I saw. Excuse me, 17. Um, for a senior night, for his senior night, which was very special for him, knowing how, how far him... Uh, Eric Bush, Zay Brown, and Jeremiah, and Jeremiah Herring came from their freshman year. They all year. hold up their reputation. Definitely, and uh, what they will prove to in college. That game marked their legacy. It was their legacy game. It, it, was, it was pretty good, especially around Rome, and I would consider that their legacy game around here. Um, if you, as I said before, if you have been able to catch that highlight, uh, you might be able to find it on Instagram, maybe YouTube, or somewhere across Safari, but if you are able to see it, I do recommend trying to because wow that dunk we'll, we'll try to get it somewhere on instagram we'll yeah, try to post we'll it try somewhere. to get it uh maybe talk around roman and see if we can get it up as on a highlight the roman b-ball account or the roman athletics or even the main account yeah we'll we'll uh we'll, we'll talk, we'll to, talk to people we'll try to get it up there if, if for our viewers and listeners to see but um you know outstanding game from Ant finkley with 17 points probably around the same i think i think Ant finkley if there was an mvp for that game Ant finkley definitely deserved it and I, I agree that for sure. Um, coming into this game, uh, him, Xavier Brown, and Sharif, and Jeremiah, for being the, the group that they are, look phenomenal. Um, it was great seeing them out there, and I can't wait to experience the three of them, excuse me, the four of them at Newman Grady this weekend. Newman this year. And, and hopefully at the Palestra. Our listeners will be able to hear a live play-by-play of us, our Roman Catholic K-Lights, at the Palestra in the playoffs this year. Uh, moving on to the second quarter, our highlight of um, the clip, excuse me, our highlight of, like, the second quarter and to us had to have been for Sharif two, two highlights that came from our, our very own Sharif Jackson and um, our very own Xavier Brown. And here is the clip of Sharif Jackson bullying his defenders. Rebound gets it back, back. Oh, and it's good. 34-14. Sophomore Sharif Jackson gets the easy lay. Excuse me. And we're back with the start of the second quarter. Number three, Bobby Cortell inbounds it to Xavier Brown, Roman Catholic ball. He gets back it back to Bobby, Bobby Cortell. Cortell. Looking for the corner. Brown. At the top of their perimeter, he looks. Jeremiah Herring to Sharif Jackson. Sharif Jackson's court. Gets a rebound, he misses, gets a rebound, gets it back, gets it back. Oh, and it's good. 34-14. Sophomore Sharif Jackson gets the easy lay because he only plays bully ball. And that is a fact. Sharif Jackson, sophomore, only plays, plays bully, bully ball. ball. 
<laughs> that <laughs> should be our motto for him. Yeah, he only does play volleyball. He he. When you see, it's very true. When, when you're in live person seeing him seeing play, Sharif, he just dominate. He dominates the paint. He's like an Embiid type. He, he no one can really stop him. He's he gets the he's ball. He's only a sophomore. He's too. only a sophomore. He's like he's gonna be amazing. Six eight, six nine, maybe. And um, he's only a sophomore. So when you get when like Zay and Jeremiah and Anthony when they get him the ball under the middle and he gets the turn it's face almost. 100% Turn faces and then he drives. It, it just goes in every time. He, he, no one can stop him. I don't think anyone can. It's pretty. It's, it's really well watching him. It, um, you know, I, I wish uh, we see more out of him. I hope he continues to be great over the next two. Yeah, three, over the next two years, years, when we're senior, when we're juniors, he'll be a senior. So I hope that at the time that he'll be the one running the PCL. Just like, yeah. just like our MVP Xavier Brown is right now, and just to mention Xavier Brown, he's averaging the most points out of Rome, from a, any Roman Catholic student this season with around um, fifteen or seventeen, I think. Don't uh, please excuse me if I'm wrong. Don't quote us on that. Yeah, um, but he's playing phenomenal, and he deserves every ounce of credit that he he's mentioned for um, his playmaking ability, his ability to pass, shoot, get the ball moving, set screens, Good footwork. On the court. Yeah, good footwork, good very shot. Very agile. He's very athletic, too. Um, if you have ever the chance to see him, um, I do recommend uh, seeing him. Uh, and just to mention, Xavier Brown, we have a small clip to show you of a good play that was brought forth to him on his very special night. night. He gets a rebound, no good. Ezra Catholic with a rebound, number 14. Number 14 gets the ball to 21. 21 dribbles. Gets it to number one. 21. Number 11. 14 shoots. And he air ball. And Finkley with Finkley. the rebound. He's driving. He's looking like Steph Curry out there. He gets it to Xavier Brown. Xavier Brown three. Bang! And Xavier Brown falls into our student section. With the supposed <laughs> foul by number 11, but they don't call it. What a play by Roman Catholic. The score is now 48. And that play by Xavier Brown where he shot the ball at the left side of the perimeter right in front of our student section, and the Lanzo Catholic person fouled him, and he ended up falling out of bounds, but they didn't call it. Um, that was amazing. It was amazing. It was great to watch. Um, being above the court. In yeah, general. we were on the stage uh, doing the play-by-play, -play and being on, literally uh, like, being above it. Five, ten feet. Probably around five feet six feet above the court and seeing like everyone play like that was it was crazy yeah you definitely agree with that that it was crazy i can't get wrong can't go wrong with that me personally i love going to high school sports games especially basketball games just because of the atmosphere i did too you, you yeah. i love them all yeah love all sports love all sports too but so I, I don't know but i think basketball would have to be the most intense and most fun to watch yeah high school basketball is a special place in my heart especially roman i when i was younger i would me and my brother, he graduated in 2018. Um, Jake Sondland, uh, <laughs> when he graduated here, we uh, we, we went to um, the Roman Wood semifinals in 2020 and then the Roman championship in 2020 with the, the performances from uh, Justice Williams, Jalen Dern, and Link Greer. Uh, those two games were special, and I still remember watching them and screaming and chanting for Roman and stuff. Prior to last year, I'd never been to a Roman game. But here well, we are. Here we are. I've only I've already been to around nine ten already, and it's only January. <laughs> football included. Uh, yeah, football, basketball, and one soccer game in there. Yeah. Uh, 
when we uh, when we ended up doing the play by play, um, the our English teacher who helps run it, um, I think we give it up for John Penzabine, Mr. John Penzabine. Mr. Penn, give it up. Round of applause for him. Uh, Making all this happen. If it wasn't for him, none of us, would, me and Nick, would not be here in the position we are. Never be able to hear from us, basically. And I hope Unless you knew us prior to this. Yeah, and I hope that working with him will help us continue to grow more, grow the over show. Over the next three years. Yeah, over the next three years, uh, continue with this, talking about Philly sports, Roman sports, and we hope that with his help that we can continue to grow into something maybe one day that can grow to other people. Maybe, maybe other people maybe can join. a YouTube channel. On a YouTube film channel. Film, okay. film an episode. Get some people on it, like very special people. Talking about special people. people. Our hall, excuse me. Mr. Penn's old student, Mark Jackson. Mr. Mark Jackson. In attendance at the game Friday. Former NBA player, yeah, especially former Philadelphia 76er, uh, is from Philadelphia. And uh, his son, Sammy Jackson, and his other son, Sharif Jackson, both play on Roman Varsity. And um, we were lucky enough for during the halftime performance, our halftime show. To have, to have a few words with them. Was to have a few words with Mr. Jackson. And here is the interview in full length. It was the halftime for uh, the Roman Catholic Senior Night at your host, Cole Island. I'm your host, Nick Gatz. And today we're joined by a very special guest, Mr. Jackson. Could you introduce yourself? Hello, hello. My name is Mark Jackson, Roman Catholic, class of 1993. Uh, happy to be back in this gym. Love the atmosphere. How are you, Mr. Jackson? I'm outstanding. How are you, gentlemen? Doing well, doing well. Love it, love it. <clears throat> uh, what do you think of uh, Roman basketball now compared to when you were a student here? Well, at first, they ain't better when I was here, but, you know, it's okay. You know, I mean, I'll let them live, though. But, you know, it, it's, it's still keeping the tradition. You know, uh, you know, Roman Catholic changed my life. Uh, it changed my life for the better. Uh, it, it exposed me to so much, so much for life and gave me more vigor, more fight, more more grind to want to get out there and do something special. And I'm not just referring to basketball. I'm talking about the school itself, the history of the school, the oldest all-boys school, in, uh, all-boys Catholic school in America. You know, it, it's, and I was part of the 100th graduating class here. So it was, it, was a, it was a special moment. I learned so much. I'm just happy to be a Cahillite. It's very... Um... <clears throat> I can't believe that, and it's good that it opened so many pathways for you. And then I hope that I hope they can do the same thing for me and the same thing for my friend here. Um, another question of what's, what's it like it, interviewing for the Sixers? Yeah, what's it like doing the pregame with uh, Jim Lanham and Amy Fadul? Oh, it's outstanding, man. You know, I've been doing uh, TV since the day I retired, uh, and I love it. I love being on the air. I love speaking. I just love being in the, in the atmosphere of of sports and motivation and encouragement and that's the, that's what the thing does for, for me for NBC Sports and NBC Universal as well as I do uh, ESPN college uh, basketball games I love it um, I love talking the game and you know let me throw something back to you gentlemen what have you learned so far with your podcast what have you learned uh, about what this atmosphere and what you want to do with it uh, we've learned that like uh, going more that I, I wish to go more possibilities such as this interviewing people such as you mm -hmm. uh, getting to get into a broader broader audience uh, getting it to uh, men women children people who enjoy we mainly talk about Philly sports and Roman sports. okay okay and so with this when I when I came up with the idea to, with my friend here uh, our initial idea was to help people get more in tune with sports maybe if they're not mm. with a more opportunity with this podcast and uh it's working really well so far. I love it. So, so what do you think? Tell me what's your thoughts on this Roman Catholic basketball team and the atmosphere. Oh, I I love it. It's ecstatic. Uh, 
number Anthony Finkley, number five. Yes. Static dunk so far. <laughs> uh, over the past couple, my my brother graduated in 2018. Okay, Roman okay. Catholic, and uh, ever since then, I would go to the Palestra for the playoff games yeah. and see the the static atmosphere is there. But this year, I'll get to see it again in person as a student, and I can't wait to see that. Over the next four years. Over the next, over the next four years. Now, are y'all freshmen? Yes, sir. Oh, so y'all know my, my middle son, Sammy. Uh, Sammy, yeah, Sammy. Exactly. So y'all be here when my youngest son, Shane, gets here. When y'all seniors, he'll be a freshman. It's funny because when when you, you talk about tradition, you talk about Roman Catholic, what you see with the scheme, like this Catholic league is nice this year. Like, nice. It's, it's less teams. When I was here, it's about we had about, about eight more, nine more teams in the league, but the league is more condensed. There's more it's – more, a lot of teams got talent. A lot of teams can really hold for that top spot. So it's great to see that, you know, Roman Catholic is coming together. We find ways to win, and this brotherhood is purple and gold. We call it Purple Rain, and we love it. Purple Rain, exactly. <laughs> brotherhood, that, that's the underline of Roman Catholic High School. Yeah. For the Sixers winning uh, their past 17 to 21 games, yep. do you think they're trooping titles this year? Uh, listen, you know, I've been doing TV. Like, I've been doing Sixers since the, the year I retired, and it's funny. One thing I think Philly fans love me for is I'm always being honest. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm never going to lie yeah. because my reputation's on the line. That's what you need. It, it, exactly. It's interesting because, for me, I, I sit back and I have conversations with other colleagues, other former NBA players, even current NBA I say, poke holes in his Sixers team. If you were going against the Sixers team, how would you beat them? And, like, at first, oh, we would do this, we would do that. But like, nope, that was last year. Oh, we would do this, oh, that was the year before. I'm like, no, I'm talking about this current roster, this current team. How would you beat them? And it's funny because they only say it always comes down to one thing. You know, your vet, your best ability is your availability. Exactly. And they always say that it comes to if Joel and B, James Harden can be healthy in the playoffs. If they are healthy in a playoffs, no one can beat them. I don't think they can be beat. I I, I mean that. Now there's some great team. Boston is on a roll. You know, but Boston sucks because they Boston. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, Boston's good. Milwaukee, I've never bet against Giannis. Yeah. Giannis freak, is a freak, freak of nature. Freak of nature. Like, he's not human. Literally, they need to do tests on him. He's not human. You yeah. know, and, and, and Miami's going to start picking it together. Yeah. And the Nets, but, you know, I think Nets got too much turmoil in the locker room. No, definitely. My, my ultimate goal is to see the Sixers versus the Denver Nuggets in the finals. In the finals. I would love to see Joel and Beanie Jokic go at it. Jokic go at it. For sure, for sure. <clears throat> Just as you said earlier that how we were good friends with Sammy, he's a good friend of ours. Yeah. Uh, do you think that um, do you think this this team this year for Roman Catholic and the Sixers especially have it compared to what your team had it in '92 and '93 when you won? No, no. This Roman team is pretty good. But it ain't better than our team. You know, uh, it, they are. Right. Oh, they are. Right. But we had we had bulls out there. So I, I mean, our Roman team when I played, we had myself. We had uh, my senior. Year, we had my uh, good friend Mike Tab. That was also six ten. Like uh, he was like sort of like Anthony a little bit. He was like a little taller. He used to get his shoulders over the rim. We had uh, a guy named Dennis Bond. Uh, people that, that are familiar with Roman and familiar with soccer, Dennis Bond was a great two-way athlete. He was like an All-American in soccer, and he was a very mean and aggressive basketball player. And he was tough. And we had him. We had uh, we had the smallest point guard in the city, a guy named Dwayne Sugar Hill, was like five foot three, who was legit. We had some. We had some guys. We had and we had some young talent. Chris McNet, Coach Chris McNesby was on that, was coming off the bench as a young guy. We had Donnie Carr coming off the bench as one of the greatest scorers in LaSalle University history. We had Rasul Butler, who was young, who, who played 12 years in the NBA. You know, we, we, was, we was a pipeline of players, uh, Pauls. You know, we had a good team that knew how to win, but we had talent we brought together for this school. And my last question today, uh, 
your experience in the NBA, how did that change you as a person? Oh, man, listen. So my, my experience as a professional changed me as a person. Like I said, when I got to Roman Catholic, that's the first time I've ever seen diversity. I grew up in Richard Island Projects, Leverage Ride. I never seen much else. Mm -hmm. So when I came to Roman, it was an adjustment period for me, to be honest. Yeah. And it was two people that took me under their wing that helped me transition to being a better student athlete. And that was one was the, uh, the gentleman that was the head of the alumni office. His name was uh, Mr. Graham. Mr. Graham, they used to have an alumni office right in the parking lot. And Mr. Graham was one of my mentors. And then we had a guy a, a pre, a, a named Father Brandt. Father Brandt was a theology teacher here, but he was also a philosopher. And he took me on his wing. He showed me how to be a man, how to carry myself, conduct myself, and how to be a good person overall. And those two gentlemen helped me lead me to professional basketball. And just the whole experience of being a professional, meeting new people, put myself out there and having conversations like this with people, it has helped broaden my horizons. Thank you, Mr. Jackson, for your, uh, talking with us today. I hope that your experiences that led you through Roman Catholic continue to lead us through Roman Catholic. It was good talking to you. My pleasure, guys. Enjoy this game. Go purple and gold. Thank you very much. And that was our interview with Mr. Mark Jackson. Uh, again, we thanked him profusely yeah. then, but I think it would be good to thank him again now. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Mark Jackson. Uh, that opportunity for us, to me, and Definitely. to Nick is was great and it was unique and to me, my mindset right now is that that is the start of the beginning, it ladies is. and gentlemen. And over the next four years, you will see as we continue to grow and advance. We'll interview probably a lot more people. We will. We hope to interview a lot of more people, such as Mr. Jackson, and we hope that um, we will be able to uh, continue to grow and. Um, you know, as I said, um, get more people such as him on and help continue to grow, help bigger moments, have bigger, bigger moments, people. help uh, continue to get, uh, as I said, Philadelphia sports and Roman sports out to people who may enjoy it or who may not enjoy it, but trying to maybe educate them and let them know the possibilities and greatness of what sports can offer, especially football and basketball. And Actually, at Roman, what? At Roman, if if you are a student and looking to come to a high school in the Philadelphia area, Roman. I would definitely recommend Roman, Roman Catholic we High School. We have 17 sports. 17 you think varsity sport, sports. We have it. We most likely have it. We and have. If, there, if there's no competitive sport, we have a club for it. So yeah, like we, have we have many clubs too. We have a ping pong club, chess club, gaming we club. This. We have all we those. Have a lot of clubs that offer experiences to every single child. So that every enters student the has something to look forward to. To look forward to and to enjoy. Have at least a one unique experience here. Yeah, one unique Besides academics. Like that, yeah, so they can right. just get involved. Yeah, and um, as I said, me and Nick have this. We, we have this. I, play, I played football. And I Nick played, played baseball. baseball. Uh, it, there's a lot of things here to offer at Roman Catholic. And if you're looking for high school, as I said. There's other I, clubs, too. We might I recommend it. The teachers here are really nice, too. The kids yeah, are here too. nice. I, uh, I really all the here. teachers that run the club, especially Mr. Penn, yeah. who does this for us. It's, it's amazing how much our teachers are involved with us. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I agree with that. All right. I want to give a quick shout-out for um, last Friday's game. I want to shout-out the Little Flower Cheerleading Squad <laughs> for being there, supporting our Roman Catholic varsity team and our JV. And I'd like to give a shout-out to our student section. It was amazing. It definitely thank, was thank amazing. You. We look forward to having you guys come back yeah, for anytime. every other game. Be supportive. We want it to be loud. Yeah, and we hope next Our week. Our court, every court. Next weekend uh, at Newman Gretti, we hope the student section is loud. Like I said, it sold out in 30 minutes. It's also, over, it's also over every wall. Hopefully, we 
have a lot more students than Goretti. Yeah, hopefully. Because for us Catholic team, they sold out quick. We were, they were sold in the student service office. I came down at fifth lunch, my lunch, and it was already sold out. <laughs> and lunch starts at third period. Oh, no. So you know, so you know how quick that sold out. Yeah, and um, for the last thing today, I think we got to talk about our birds, baby. Are your Philadelphia Eagles coming into this postseason stomping? Were, were a thought. They were not a thought coming in from the outside world past Philadelphia's people, borders. The Philadelphia Eagles were nothing. People thought we were going to get eliminated. First, people thought first game that the us. New York Giants were going to beat us after from after we went Easter fourteen. Through. We went fourteen and three and ended up beating them two they times. Even, in the they aren't even season. from New York. They're not. They're not real. They're fake. The Eagles ended up beating the New York Giants 38-7. to Jalen Hurts threw two touchdowns, had a rushing touchdown. Kenneth Gainwell had a touchdown, and Boston Scott yard, 112 yards for Kenneth Gainwell. He had 112 rushing yards. We, we ran the ball 40 times. We stomped on that. And, our rush, and we, we, we racked up 268 rushing yards. Well, it was, let's hand the ball. We went into the game thinking that Nasiriani wasn't going to run the ball, and then running the ball in the play in the NFL playoffs, especially in the postseason, is so important. You it need is, to get the is. ball around on the ground it's in the air, but it's it's really important on the ground as well. Ball security, and ball security, and Make sure, making sure you get those yards. Passing doesn't like there's a, always a probability of you not getting those yards. Running, there's a higher chance. No, for sure, for sure, because you're already guaranteeing at least two or three, two or three, and. Sometimes even six or seven, maybe eight. Maybe even a big run. Yeah, maybe even a big run, 20, 30 yards. Get through the line. Yeah. Um, so this weekend, the Philadelphia Eagles will be facing the, the, the Brock Purdy-led Purdy San Francisco 49ers, 49ers at 3.05 Eastern Standard Time at the link. You need, if you're from our city, you need to watch this game. This is amazing. This is Jalen Hurts' statement career game. If he wins this game, we go to the Super Bowl. For the second time in six years. For the second time in six years. We are facing the best defense in the NFL in the NFC Championship. And as I just seen a video on Twitter not too long ago, Mm -hmm. someone wrote uh, a song lyric. I don't know who sung it, but... Someone, the song goes, someone wrote this song before, and I can't tell you where it's from, but the video was how the Eagles went into the game underdogs and was facing the best defense in the league in the NFC Championship and ended up winning 38-7. to Can we talk about the same date? Can we talk about that, folks? January 21st, 2018, I think it was. 2018, the Eagles beat the... Minnesota Vikings, the NFC Championship, thirty-eight to seven, and five I years later, Nick Foles. and five years later, the Eagles beat the New York Giants, thirty-eight to seven, on that anniversary. Wow, that's impeccable. This w- <laughs> this weekend is Jalen, as I said, is Jalen Hurts' statement game. If he is able to win this, the Eagles are traveling to Arizona for the Super Bowl, and we will either have to face the Kansas City Chiefs or the Cincinnati Bengals. And if I had to pick. If we win this weekend and I had to pick, I'd rather play the Kansas City Chiefs. I'd rather play the Chiefs, too. Bengals, Bengals are scary. But Pat Mahomes one-legged right now. The Bengals are scary. I don't know about you, but the Bengals, the Bengals are scary. The Bengals are scary. They've won a lot. Like, I don't even know how mu- how much it is, but they've won, like, almost, like, all of their last 12 games, I think. 
They just ended up beating the Bills this week. Uh, 27-10. 27-10. At their... Everyone thought the, the Bills Bill, were going to destroy everyone them. Everyone thought the Bills were going to win by at least 7-10. to 10. Fraudulent Josh Allen. Josh Allen, not top one anymore. Not anymore. Not even top three, probably. No. Well, that's a, that's a, no, he's not. Not, he's top, top, not top two. And, uh, the top two are Mahomes, Hurts, and Burrow. Yes. So, big game this weekend. Your own Cole Solomon will be there. I, I, I am fortunate enough to travel with my father the game to experience one in a lifetime experience down in Stadium District, Philadelphia, uh, Lincoln Financial Field. Um, if you are home Sunday around three o'clock and you watch like the game, even if you're not home, if you are at a ice skate, uh, ice skating rink per se, <laughs> say, say you're at an ice skating rink, pull out your phone while you're skating and watch the game on the NFL app. Um, it's a must-watch game. This game is going to be ecstatic. I don't know about you, Cole, but I think this game is going to be amazing. I, I'm going to predict the Eagles 31 to 24. That is a good score prediction. Uh, for my score prediction, I'm thinking 27-24. I think it will be really close, but it's going to be still going to be high scoring. Good defense from I'm everyone. I'm predicting at least two sacks from Hassan Reddick. Two sacks from Hassan Reddick. I, I don't think Brock Purdy will be able to handle it. I think he I think will end up throwing an interception. I, at least one. Definitely. And I think that Jalen Hurts will continue to work as he's worked all season. And the NFL will continue to throw shade on his name. And they will, after this game this weekend, they will continue to fear him. Can we talk about how much, like, other athletes are praising Jalen Hurts, too? Well, I saw something today. LeBron was saying. LeBron said, after, excuse me, as as I quote, Phil Simms once said that the Eagles would be good with any quarterback at the helm. And I completely disagree with that. This Jalen Hurts guy is special. He said... LeBron retweeted the quote that Phil Sim said, and he said, LeBron, uh, he said after the quote, he said, this is completely wrong. Jalen Hurts is that guy, and I completely agree with him. Jalen Hurts is that guy, and um, he's gonna, he will. No, he's, it's not that he is. He will prove this weekend why he should be the MVP. He most likely will not, but he will prove this weekend why. And yes, good game overall. It's gonna be a close one, but um, the Eagles are will come up. Another, another person who did it, I think. I think it was Trayvon Diggs. Oh, he, Trayvon Diggs after, he, but right before the second Cowboys game when Jalen Hurts didn't play. MVP. That's but a division rival. You don't do that to just to anyone. If yeah. they did, that's a division rival. You have to like actually mean it. If it's a division rival, yeah. like, that pure hate for rivals is is just insane to. Be able to like compliment them and say something positive about them is in, is just amazing. Yeah, that's how you that's how you know you're good. Yeah. Um and as I said, watch the game this weekend, enjoy it. If the Eagles win, go birds. If the go Eagles birds. lose, go birds. Go birds either way. Gotta stand with them. And that has been another episode of the Roman Arena Podcast. Thank you for I'm watching. I'm your host, Cole Solomon. And I'm your host, Nick McGatts. And we thank you for watching. Have thank a good you. day. Have a good one. You've been listening to the Roman Arena Podcast, produced by the students of Roman Catholic High School in Philadelphia, the oldest diocesan high school in the United States. Be sure to subscribe to get new, fresh episodes and follow on social media for more. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you next time on the Roman Arena Podcast.